The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick It's your Monday, April 19th edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Lots of fun, lots of games, lots of action, hopefully lots of green screens. If you ever have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDentric, or more importantly, you can find me in the Fantasy DGEN's free Slack chat. Just send me your email. I'll be in there way more often answering questions, especially leading up to locks. So that's where, if you have last-minute questions, come get me there. Also, if I have people ask me in DMs, do I sell lineups? No. You listen to Quick It's, you come ask questions. That's how you build your lineups. You have to learn how to play the game. That's how this game works. So come check that out. Um, also, if you like to rate and review the podcast, that would mean a ton to me. That uh, helps more people find the podcast and helps me uh, make this thing bigger and better than ever. Also, if you like to watch the podcast, go to Roto Baller's YouTube channel. Give her a subscribe, like, and share there. That would be awesome. All right. Like I said, we have six games on tap, so this should be a quickie for you on a Monday. There's a day game, the Boston Marathon game in Boston. So don't worry about that one on the DraftKings slate. But we have Giants-Phillies, total 8.5. Cardinals-Nats, total 8. Rangers-Angels waiting on the total there as there's a pitching change. Bundy's pitching, not Quintana. Dodgers-Mariners, total of 8. Brewers-Padres, total of 7. Got some good pitching on this slate, which is good to see. Uh, weather-wise, the only main one is Tampa Bay-Kansas City. Wind blowing in from left field about 15 miles an hour. Keep an eye on it. Things can change, obviously, but that's where we're looking at this point in time. All right, pitching on this slate. We're going to skip over some guys that many might like, but uh, I'll give my reasonings for the guys we like here as we go. Joe Musgrove at 10-2, the highest-priced pitcher, the only guy in five digits. Don't mind him at all. At home against Milwaukee. Milwaukee hitting with a lot of swing and miss, especially for trying pitching. Uh, Musgrove threw that no-no on the ninth against Texas. We all know how great that was. Then they kind of only made him throw 81 pitches, four innings, still looked great, 6Ks. was outstanding against Pittsburgh. But it's just kind of like, hey, you threw 112 pitches, you went the distance, you got a no-no. Next time out, we're going to take it easy on you. But now you get the Milwaukee Brewers, and it's time to go to town again because you know the previous start against Arizona, 31 points. He's been outstanding but on the mound. And more importantly, striking out a ton of guys, which you can do with the Milwaukee Brewers. Their offense is getting better. JBJ starting to hit. Avisil's hitting. Uh, still no Christian Yelich. Maybe he returns Monday. Maybe he doesn't. We'll have to wait and see. But Musgrove at 10-2, really strong look. A lot of strikeout upside, which we want in DraftKings for sure. Um, the next guy on this list, Jack Flaherty. 8500 bucks at the Washington Nationals. I'm skipping May. I'm worried about pitch counting. Oh, if you're 71 last time, they're, they're playing with them. Dodgers will do it. Going to Dodger. 
Woodruff, I like. Not at that price point against the, the Padres. But uh, Flaherty, $8,500 at the Washington Nationals, a Nationals team that's just offensively challenged right now. There's guys I love on that team. They have their games here and there, but as a whole, very, very challenged. Like Bumgarner shut them down for crying out loud. You get uh, Flaherty, whose last two starts, one against uh, Washington, five innings, three hits, one or six Ks. And then Miami, six innings, one hit, nowhere in six Ks. Most th- important thing there, six Ks in both, 23 DK points or more in both. He brings a lot of walk upside. He gets uh, volatility there, but he's going 95 plus pitches. He's going five plus innings. He's getting tons of strikeouts. He's doing everything we want from Flaherty. So give me Flaherty at 85 against a beat up Washington Nationals offense, a team that you can you can pick on for sure. Uh, next on the list in that same game, Joe Ross, 7,900 bucks. Price tag is a little steep. Could lead to some lower ownership. He's not one of my top plays, but I see the GPP appeal for sure. He's made a pitch mix change, and it's shown greatly in his first two starts. Uh, six innings, five Ks, no runs against St. Louis. Five innings, four Ks, no runs against the Dodgers. So 17 or more points in each game. Those aren't, uh, you know, the, at LA, that's pretty impressive outing. Cardinals, that, that's up for debate. But he gets them again tonight at home, 7,900 bucks. I don't mind going to Ross. The price tag's starting to get up there where it's tough to justify it completely, especially with Flaherty at 85 and the next guy at 77. But if you're multi-entering and you want to low and play, Joe Ross is that guy. Dylan Bundy at 77 is the guy that I would rather pivot to than Ross, but I think most people will. So it's an ownership thing. Do you want to take the lower own Ross and hope that he stays hot? Or do you want to go for the upside, the ceiling that Dylan Bundy brings to the table at 77 hundo? This is a guy we played a ton last year. And so far this year, he's he's doing his thing. He's got at least six innings in every start. He has six or more Ks in every start, one 10 strikeout performance. Uh, he's given three earned runs or less, two earned runs in each of the last two starts. He's just been what you expect from Dylan Bundy. He gets a little bit of damage, lots of strikeouts, eats up innings, gets you 20 or more DK or 19 or more DK points more often than not. The floor is very, very solid with Dylan Bundy with a very nice ceiling. We saw him times last year throw complete game shutouts, uh, complete games, give up one run, strikeout 12, stuff like that. So the ceiling we know with Bundy is 35, 40 points. The floor is like 15, 16 points, usually in the low 20s. Going up against the Texas offense, you know you can pick on. We saw the Baltimore Orioles shut them down this weekend. Dean Kramer, John Means, like Dylan Bundy skyscrapes over those guys. It's baseball. Can anything happen? Sure, sure. Willie Calhoun might get three home runs. Joey Gallo get three home runs. Like these are all possible. But I'll take my chances with Dylan Bundy at home against Texas in this matchup at seventy seven hundred dollars. This is kind of a gift price. This is kind of like that Brandon Woodruff price a few weeks ago. So take it, run with it, enjoy it. Uh, the other guy I have ha- I have here, I'd be interested in Josh Fleming, but I'm worried about the pitch count because he hasn't been stretched out completely yet, at least not to my liking. But in a tournament, Danny Duffy at 7K at Kansas uh, at home against Tampa Bay. The dude's been good. Six innings, one earned. Six Ks, six innings, no earned. Five Ks against the Angels and at Cleveland, 22 or more points. Duffy's been always been that guy that if he can just locate and not walk guys and get in trouble, he's fine because he's going to hit once in a while. He can give up home runs once in a while. But it's like the old saying, make him solo shots. Don't give them free guys. Make 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 them hit seven home runs off you. Like don't let like make them go like treat them like Kyle Hendricks in the first inning against the Braves on Sunday night. Stuff like that. Uh, so seven K K. He's getting five or more Ks in each start. He's got a hundred pitches. He's going six innings. Seven thousand dollars. I don't mind it. Um, he's very very volatile. So beware when you're playing your Danny Duffy. I get it. Be very very careful there. But at the same time, there is some upside to him if you want to go that route. So pitching for me, I love Musgrove. Musgrove, Flaherty, and Bundy are my top three. I'm a big fan of those. Like If you want to save some cash, go Flaherty, Bundy. My ideal play is Bundy and Musgrove in cash. That's kind of where I'm looking. But Ross and Duffy bring some nice tournament appeal. So I wanted to mention them on this slate. But my main guy is Musgrove, Flaherty, Bundy. That's where I'm looking to target. I'm hoping May gets a lot of ownership. Like always, everyone flocks to him. Like I get the 
appeal. There's just so much inconsistency with the Dodgers. I'd rather just pay 500 more for Musgrove or pay 1200 less for Flaherty or even pay 2k less for Bundy. Like that's what I see when I see Dustin May. Woodruff's a wild card. Like cuz that San Diego offense usually pretty good, but hey, we saw Kershaw, we saw Bauer, we saw all these guys get rack up the strikeouts against the San Diego team. So if you want to get really, really weird in a GPP, you can go Woodruff. I'm not going to in my three max. I'm not going to do that. But I will say, if you want to get really weird in a GPP, no one's going to roster Woodruff because everyone likes San Diego and respects him for good reason. But Woodruff's in the arm as well. So if you want to take that chance, fine. I won't be doing that. I'll be with Musgrove, Flaherty, Bundy. Those are my main three tonight. All right. Bats on this six-game slate. Catcher's position, Salvi's heating up homers in back-to-back games this week against the lefty Flemings. If you're paying up at catcher's position, ride our boy Salvi. Ride him, ride him, ride him, pony. I uh, got Will Smith for Sheffield. I'd rather go Perez. That's for, that's for sure there. Um, saving some cash, going below 4K. It gets interesting because there's some good, really good pitchers on the mound. So, like, the, the offense is focused on, like, some specific spots. That's what I, I noticed when I took a quick glance at this before we got started. Like, I, like the whole 3K range, pretty much out on that. So, we drop below 3K. And you take your punts. Maybe Cap- Campusano starts instead of Caratini, 2,700 versus Woodruff. I'd be cool taking that gamble if you want to go that route. Um, the one I'm curious about, where is he priced at on this slate? I did not see him. I must have went past him. He might be in the 3K range. So I might have spoken too soon. But um, the Giants are going to be a nice play today. With um, I did not see him. Let me uh, just highlight this and make it easier. There he is. Kirk Casale is $3,000. Um, I'm not a Kirk Casale lover. I'm not going to say like he's the best thing since sliced bread, but Posey's banged up. And Posey's out, you can get Casale at 3K versus uh, Anderson. Not a bad play, but I'd wait for lineups to see if there's some value that pops up because catcher's position, our, our normal value guys, ain't playing tonight. Uh, first base position, uh, the Angels are a great play versus Arihara. Arihara, massive pitch-to-contact guy. We can target him over and over again. So Jared Walsh at 51, it's steep. It's a steep price tag, but I'm all for it there. If you are f- fading Dylan Bundy, Nate Lowe at 48 is intriguing. Uh, Shohei Otani at 46, love that price point. Love that one a lot. Uh, Reese Hoskins, if you want to fade Gossman at 45, I'd rather pay 46 for Shohei. I'd rather go that route. Uh, Josh Bell at 42, if you're fading Flaherty, I don't hate Bell at 42. That's intriguing. Carlos Santana at 41, but like Tommy Listella, first base, second base at 4K versus Anderson. Giants are going to be a, a popular look tonight. So yes, Listella at 4K, I'm in play. Like Brandon Belt at 3,400 bucks. That's cash game viable and tournament against Anderson. You get the savings at first base plus some su- supreme upside in his matchup. So I like that quite a bit. Vogel block had two Vogel dongs on Sunday. If you want to get dicey in a tournament, he's 3K versus Musgrove. Probably not going there. I'm probably going as low as Belt on this one. As you see, when we go through the positions, it's like a few games I'm pretty much focusing on. And we're going to kind of go from there. Second base position, Whip Merrifield at 5,400 bucks. Sign me up against Fleming. Like that a lot. I kind of want to be on St. Louis fading Ross. Like Ross is good. I don't hate him completely, but I'm waiting for that blow up to happen. And I hate paying 5,300 bucks for Tommy Edmond. But if you want to go there, I get it. I'm not there yet, but I get it. I'd rather pay up for Merrifield at 54 or even save some cash to Chris Taylor at 4,700 bucks versus Justice Sheffield. Definitely get on board with that one. Uh, some cheaper targets there, like Donovan Solano at 41. Tommy Stella mentioned him at 4K. I like that price point a lot. Um, if you're not using Brandon Woodruff, Cronenworth at 38 is a good value. Possibly cash game viable. He took uh, Bauer deep on Sunday. He just continues to hit. He's 3800 bucks. I don't hate that price point. Woodruff, I respect a ton, but I don't mind that. And then Ty France had a big Sunday as well. He's 35 versus May. So if you want to get, uh, you know, everyone's going to be on May, play like a Ty France at 35. You can get some leverage on the field in a big way there. Uh, Hanser Alberto at 3K is a nice value. Second base, third base eligible. 
hits lefties extremely well. So with Fleming on the bump, Alberto at 3K is very nice. And then Mike Brosu, Tampa Bay, second base, third base. He's starting to heat up. Loves facing lefties. He's 36 versus Duffy. So that's a couple guys you can uh, take a peek at in the second base. And they're both second base, third base eligible. Speaking of third base, Justin Turner's 55 versus Sheffield. Outstanding play. <laughs> Turner's just one of the hottest hitters in all of baseball right now. So you can definitely uh, pinata that one if you so choose. Again, if you want to be weird with St. Louis, Arenado's 51. But I don't. I wouldn't go all in. But if you want to make one St. Louis stack, go for it. Uh, Seager at 46, nice value versus May. Longoria at 45. Usually everyone targets Longoria versus lefties, and rightfully so. Nice pivot play there at 45 versus Anderson to make your stacks a little different. Uh, Starling Castro at 4K, probably not tonight. Like Brosu at 36, love Alec Baum at 35. Like I respect the heck out of Gossman, but Baum at 35 still has value hitting fifth in that lineup. Uh, Hunter Dozier, he keeps heating up. Nice, nice Sunday for him. He's 3,100 versus Fleming. He's third base outfit eligible. That's a great value. Mentioned Alberto earlier at 3K. So that Dozier play at 31 has some nice upside to it as well. Shortstop, Corey Seager versus lefty. I don't care. 57 hundo. Sign me up on that one. Uh, you can definitely jump in there. Uh, Trey Turner with a big Sunday double dong action. He's 54 versus Flaherty. Like Didi Gregorius at 48 is a little pricey, but I see the upside and appeal there. Uh, Brandon Crawford's 39. He's been swinging it good. Paul DeYoung's 38. William Adamas, 36. So if you're stacking up, you can mix and match Crawford, DeYoung, Adamas. Don't mind those in stacks at all. Uh, a few other ones, Luis Urias at 31. Value versus Musgrove. I love Musgrove, but Urias at, at that price point. And same with J.P. Crawford at 3K. Both bring a little bit of value to the table in their situations. Um, there will be value that comes below 3K when lineups come out, but there's nothing set in stone right now. Outfield, you got Trout, phenomenal play versus Arihara. Like, I just want to smoke the Angels against Arihara. Um, you got, like, bets for Sheffield at 59 is intriguing. I just try to pay for Trout. That's that, it's that simple. Um, sliding on down to, like, Bryce Harper. Took Saturday off, went deep on Sunday. Don't hate him at 54 versus Gosman. Yastrzemski at 52 is a nice look for Sanderson. I mentioned Walsh at 51. Love that. Otani at 46. Love that Angel combo there. Um, you got a Rosarain that took Sunday off. He's 48 versus Duffy. Maybe he can get going here. Taylor at 47. Mentioned him earlier. Uh, Gallows up to 44. His price tag keeps rising, so keep an eye on that. Meadows at 42. Everyone's going to target the right-handed Rays bats versus Duffy. I like the idea of playing some Meadows at 42. Meadows can hit lefties just fine, so don't uh, don't be scared of that. He's, like, he's not a masher by any means. He prefers righties, but he can hit lefties just fine. So don't uh, be scared of that one if, if you're fading Duffy. Don't make him a one-off. Make him a part of a stack. Uh, Alex Dickerson at 38 is a nice value versus Anderson. Hopefully in the middle of that Giants lineup with the righty on the bump in Citizen Bank ballpark. A few other ones to target here. JBJ is heating up. He's 3,500 versus Musgrove. Dylan Carlson at 34. David Dahl at 34. So those are a couple values I don't mind. Probably Carlson, Bradley Jr., Dahl in that order. In tournaments, Jorge Soler at 33 is an extreme GPP value, like Hunter Dozier at 31 we already mentioned. So some goodies there. Uh, If you're stacking Seattle and you really want to get dicey, um, Marmaleos is 3,100 versus May. Nice value there. Uh, an extreme value if he cracks the lineup, which I'm not sure he will, lefty-lefty action. But uh, Gavin Lux did go to the I.L. They might move Taylor to second uh, on Monday night. But keep an eye on Zach McKinstry. He, it's, it's lefty-lefty, so they might sit him, but he's 3K if he makes that uh, that Dodgers lineup. And there's some good values of guys like pop up. Austin Dean's been swinging it well. He's been playing a lot with Tyler O'Neill out. He's 2,900. Love Manny Margot at 29. He's hitting it good as well against Duffy. Um, so you can go that route. If you're fading Woodruff, Jerks, and Profar, first base outfit eligible at 28 is a very nice value, even cash game viable. If he's hitting towards the top of the order, which if Tatis is in, he probably won't. But when Tatis was out, it was like Cronenworth, Profar, nice one-two value punch. 
So keep an eye on Profar on that one at $2,800. But yeah, like maybe Luke Rayleigh plays for LA. He's $2,800. They've been mixing the national lineup so much. Keep an eye on what the Dodgers do. Uh, our boy Adolis Garcia is $2,700. Um, we got Willie Calhoun's back. He's hit safely in both games since returning. He's $2,600. Like I like Bundy a lot, but if you're not using Bundy, you can get some value with these guys down below and not have to break the bank. Like you're not paying the lo- the Lows and the Gallo prices and they have to hit. You're playing these punts so you can play other bats. Like you can play the, the angel stack. It's expensive and make things work. So check your lineups, see how it all goes. All right. Recapping the pitching on this slate. Got Musgrove up top, Flaherty at 85, Ross 79, Bundy 77, Duffy 7K. I prefer Musgrove, Flaherty, Bundy if I can. Musgrove, Bundy in cash games for me. But all three of those are my top three plays on this slate. If we're stacking things up, the Giants versus Chase Anderson, like that one quite a bit, especially lefties versus Chase Anderson. Uh, keep that one targeted. I don't mind targeting Joe Ross with St. Louis, but it's not one of my top priorities. I get it, though. Tampa Bay KC is intriguing as well with those two lefties taking the start there. Love the Angels versus Arihara. And then, um, you know, Dodgers will be popular versus Justice Sheffield. I think the Angels and the um, Brewers make for some nice contrarian looks if you want to go there. But mainly – mainly looking at the Giants and the Angels with some splashes of a couple other teams. So that's where I'm at as we record it late on a Sunday night, getting you ready for your Monday six-game slate. It's quick, easy, in, out. That's how we do it on MLB DFS Quick Hits. Hope everybody has a great Monday. Again, if you have questions, I'm on Twitter at BD Hendrick. The podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits. Give it a rate and review on iTunes. Would really, really appreciate it. Check out the YouTube video on Rotoballers' YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, share, all the goodies there. Also, we got the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast recorded on Monday with myself, Jesse, and Kevin, previewing the Zurich Championship and our boy Stu Goat Sink taking down the RBC Heritage. Got a couple more episodes of Bench with Bubba coming up this week. Go listen to past episodes for your season-long fantasy baseball content. So much going on. Always tweet it out on Twitter, so check me out there. But until next time, this was MLB DFS Quick Kits, your Monday, April 19th edition. I'm out. Yeah.